0: We talk trends on a Thursday. Good morning, Kirsty Bissett. I don't know if you are NFL fan or not, uh, American football, gridiron football. I have attended two or three college games in the U.S. So I kind of know the rules, but I don't watch a normal season at all. It's not within my wheelhouse of interest, but... Come Monday morning, South African time, I was watching bits of the Super Bowl because it's all about the U.S.'s biggest export. No, it's not petroleum. No, it's not oil. It's culture. And when sport, music, pop culture collide, the rest of the world listens. They stand up and they listen. And that's exactly what we're seeing at the moment. This cross-contamination of sport, marketing and pop culture. Good morning, Kirsty.
1: Morning, Lester. Yes. So even though we as South Africans aren't a huge American football population, there's something very special about the Super Bowl, right? And this year, this interest really seemed to be at an all time high. And statistically, that's correct. The Super Bowl drew in 123. million viewers and it became the second largest telecast in history following the moon landing. And the viewership was up from up 7.4% from last year. So like, like you said, this this ever-present crossover of sport, of marketing, of music, of pop culture, and we're seeing a continuous rise in collaboration between people, interests, business, music, and creators. But to be fair, the, the Super Bowl was very ripe with viral narratives to kind of make that happen. So, you know, leading up to the game, the Taylor Swift fans were so concerned that she wouldn't be able to make her trip to see her boyfriend play because she was playing in Tokyo a few days before. Um, so people were following that. And and her her kind of impact on on the sport has been has been quite quite special, especially on female viewership. She apparently increased viewership 53% among women aged 12 to 17, 34% rise in those over 35, and 24% in the 18 to 24 demographic. And then, of course, there was the halftime show, which I think everyone gets so excited about. Um, and Usher performed a very kind of nostalgic set where he, and he brought on a couple of guest stars. Um, and then, of course, there was Beyonce dropping her album during, during an ad. Um, and you know, the ads in the Super Bowl is such a, such a massive draw card. Beyonce announced that she was dropping her album, um, during the ad break. So it was a very, very, um, exciting event to
0: watch outside of the sport itself. Mm. I'm, I'm not a critique on the sport of of football. I, I understand. I appreciate the mechanics and the rules, etc. But when we're looking at a big game like the like the Super Bowl, apparently the average of actual game time, ball in hand, over what a three hour spectacle of sports and entertainment is is only actually on average eleven. Minutes. So here we have a phenomena of not adverts trying to be crammed in into a sports game. Here you have a sports game trying to be crammed in around adverts, and that is basically what the Super Bowl (laughs) is about.
1: That's very, very true. And, you know, with something as technical as a sport, and like you say, I mean, there's so many rules in that we probably won't necessarily understand, but we're there for the entertainment. It can be very tricky for a brand like the Super Bowl and the NFL to reach younger audiences. But what they did this year that was also very smart was in order to reach younger younger audiences, they had an alternate telecast for the first time on Nickelodeon, um, which if if you don't know is a very... um, you know, young kid based channel. So they got very colorful commentary. They actually like shot it in SpongeBob SquarePants' house. Um, and they were, they were very specific mm. ads shown on the Nickelodeon telecast, um, that were, that were shown for, for a younger audience. So you can see how, you know, they're trying to kind of broaden the horizons outside of a very technical sport to make sure that they increase the viewership among uh, genders and age.
0: Look, I don't know, man. I'm a little bit of a purist, Kirsty. I, I, I love local sport, club sport without the frills, without the advertising. But a younger market is not necessarily attracted to to sport or the watching of sport, so this is all a sort of play of trying to get younger eyeballs onto a game. And let's be honest, professional sport is also about selling the ad time around the actual actual gameplay. Mm. But that that SpongeBob SquarePants live commentary on the Super Bowl was maybe just a bridge <laughs> too far for me. <laughs>
1: I oh, know. I loved it. I thought it was, you know what? And it just, it got people talking and, uh, you know, I think it kind of made for very viral meme fodder too. Yeah. And I think that's the, I mean, at the end of the day, the NFL is a brand and what they're looking to do, like any business would look to do is see how they can bring in relevant people creators characters in order to reach more audiences so what what the nfl also did that was quite smart was they've partnered with youtube and what this did it got a whole bunch of huge creators to fly into vegas for the game but they weren't just there for a game again they were there posting live videos you know creating videos uh interviewing some of the some of the players so, you know, even if you are a purist, you know, it's really fun. You know, you don't want to gatekeep a gatekeeper sport. You kind of want to make it as inclusive and, you know, kind of create this sports democracy for as many people as possible, which I think is great. Uh,
0: but the halftime shows also become this 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 cultural touchstones. Um, and mm-hmm. this year it was, Asha, I think there was Alicia Keys also performing. Last year it was almost the royalty of, of hip-hop. It was Snoop Dogg yes. and... And Eminem performing together on stage. But I think the greatest halftime show, which actually goes down in history, it was in the early 2000s. It was Prince performing at a halftime show. And like like they seeded clouds, or was some written in some someone stars, that during a performance of Purple Rain at the NFL Super Bowl halftime show, it rained during a performance of, of Purple oh. Rain. So it becomes these cultural touchstones Mother Nature was a paid actor. Yes, and I think that's what the Super Bowl (laughs) loves because people then continue going back and watching those videos and you just get more and more eyeballs because we want to know what's going to happen next year. Absolutely.
1: And, you know, interestingly, the, the halftime show performers do not get paid. But it was reported that Usher was paid $671, that's it, for his performance. But it garnered as much as $100 million in streaming, uh, endorsements and ticket sales. So that halftime show is, is is extremely valuable for for the artists and and so wildly entertaining too. But,
0: but there's also the sanitize, sanitization of of content. So during the halftime show, Alicia Keys gets up on the piano and her voice crackles. It was an absolutely natural mm-hmm. crackle. She yeah. went a little bit off key, and many people saw that live. What the NFL then did, they then auto-tuned her voice and uploaded the op- auto-tune onto the official channels and that will now live on in history. Not the original natural performance where Alicia Keys' voice cracks a little bit, but now this auto-tune performance, which is then technically and musically perfect, which now lives in, on in posterity on the NFL's channel. And, and I have a little bit of an issue with that. That's, I mean, that, but that's very
1: common, you know, performances, they do, they are always edited for, and unfortunately with the internet now, you know, the internet digital tattoo, those off key moments are going to live on as well. And probably more in our memories than the the auto-tune version, you know, that's the joy of, of live television. Um, but, you know, that editing of, of music is, is is going to happen and, you know, you hopefully she'll have an opportunity to kind of, Take that away and get rid of that memory.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kirsty Bissett, always a pleasure chatting to you on Train Spotting Thursday.